Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. Hey everybody, Dungeon Master Academy here with you with another podcast. Um, we're going to talk about features and feats. These can be very overwhelming for a newer DM and GM. They could also be very challenging to balance as a newer player character, but I'll let you guys kind of sort that out yourselves as players. Um, but feats and features. So features are, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> features are usually at the class level. Specific classes have an available an availability of features that as your class levels up, more features become available for you to pick. <clears throat> Feats tend to be a mix of the two with some lineage um, built in there as well. And sometimes you'll hear um, traits come up. So I guess to retcon that, I would say this podcast is going to focus in on features, feats, and traits. I'm not going to get into the granular details as it relates to what character class, with what racial combination, with what level combination, with what, you know, sub-selection, this selection. I will say this much. If you're using hard copy as a hard copy DMGM or player, understanding and going through that much complexity from a manual perspective can be daunting. Um, and maybe one of the reasons why non-digital players uh, don't always know what all of those understandings are for traits, features, and feats. I would say coming from it as a digital DM, I have the option of building hundreds of characters and experimenting with all those varieties of mixes and matches. <clears throat> I will say this much. It adds a lot of opportunity for the DM or GM to allow the players to create very unique characters. And I think that's how, and this actually came up as a conversation with one of my fellow DMs that I'm, you know, I'm on the esports RPG channel for Basilica of, the Basilica of the Cudgel, the Greyhawk Adventure. We actually spent maybe about 20, 30 minutes before the start of the game talking about the, you know, well, it, we talked about two things, right? The balance of the, of the party group and the way characters now aren't necessarily specifically designed characters for a specific purpose. And I think that's come from a you know, a narrative perspective that sometimes people want to role play and sometimes people just want to play the mechanical sense of the game. And because there's so much opportunity now for unique creativity of a player character, the features, feats, and traits allow parties to be built in such a way that maybe if you don't have a very specific proficient character in something, there may be enough people in the party that are decent at something, they can give it a try. And I think that's mainly what 
uh, feats, features, and traits gives you as the main enhancement to your game. The idea if I make a party of mostly casters, right? Let's say I make a cleric, a wizard, a warlock, a sorcerer, and a rogue, right? There's enough feats, traits, and features out there that if I recognize something as the party evolves as a player, and even if I get my feedback from the DM or GM in regards to that, as I evolve, there are options I can pick up on to kind of fill in those gaps as a playing party. Um, for example, if you're a cleric and you take the Warcaster feat and you begin to learn limited magic user spells to kind of augment the way you've stacked out your spells, that's a lot of fun to me. And I think as that player developed it, they, ha they had a lot of fun as well. Um, so don't automatically dismiss every um, trait, feat, or feature. Um, if you are limited, if you if you are limited to the available content you have within your game, to only certain available rules and framework, um, I'm fortunate enough to have the legendary bundles, so have access to the whole stack then by all means, organize your world in such a way that it makes sense to limit certain things. If you created a campaign or homebrew that demands limitation, totally get that. But don't be afraid within your game to later on, you may want to retcon that because there's always going to be that opportunity to converse with your players where they can come back and um, you know, say, hey, you know, I noticed this feat that a, you know, a great weapon fighter has but because I'm orc, I was thinking of doing this. And is that something we can do? And under the homebrew rules, absolutely. If you feel inclined to do it, do it. Um, to completely not include any feats, features, or traits, I don't know if players are going to be open to that. But, you know, if that's something they all agree upon in session zero, and that helps you as a newer DM or GM, uh, you know, begin that journey of becoming a dm and gm and that helps yeah, go for it and then maybe after a year or two within the campaign you retcon some of that or you create a way to take feats features and traits and insert them into your campaign and these are things that your player characters learn um throughout that so just wanted to give you a very basic overview of this it's usually based on lineage class and how those two are utilized through the leveling system. And I do plan on uh, having some future conversations about, you know, systems as it relates to leveling. I've already done a podcast on Milestone versus XP, but I've come to realize I think I want to do a podcast about leveling and what that, what that means and how you can create a really immersive effect through your game without it just seeing such like such a simple mechanic um but anyways i digress on that so feats features and traits driven against class and lineage combination and through the leveling process that allows your player characters to create a lot of unique combinations and really either flesh out min max or develop their characters in such a way um 
that it improves upon the party dynamics or could potentially uh, worsen the party dynamics depending on how they build it out. Uh, so just my two cents on that. Um, as always, you know, go to uh, D&D Beyond if you're a digital DM and take a look at it. It, it. it actually has a very cool way of breaking it down for you. Uh, if you're a hard copy DM and you've got access to all the basic books and standard rules, take a look at it, see what you think. Um, I like using them all. I do use them all. I've let my PCs create very open world PCs. That's my fun and that's my jam. So as always, visit us at um, Patreon Dungeon Master Academy. Buy us a coffee. Uh, we, you know, we publish uh, Denizens and Their Masters is on Anchor and Spotify. One of my continuing campaigns in the world of Wildmont along the Menagerie Coast. Um, take a listen. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I do that podcast in such a way that I feel like if you listen, you'll also learn a lot about the mechanics of the game as well. Hope everyone's staying safe out there, and we will talk to you next time.